Hey guys, it's Skinner here. I just want to uh, introduce you to our uh, partners and our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Mountain Artist Democracy Entertainment Club, out here supporting the arts and doing great things for our community. Our first partner is Triple J Outdoors. Check them out on Facebook and uh, YouTube. It's Triple J Outdoors, great bunch of guys doing good things. Uh, our other kind of uh, co uh, Co-partners, Nitro Baits. Check out Nitro Baits on Facebook. Uh, great things to come. Great lures, great baits. Donnie's a great guy. And as of tonight, I guess it's official, we are a S we are proudly endorsed by SOS Custom Lures. So check them out on Facebook, SOS Custom Lures. And uh, everybody have a great day. I and mean, yeah, don't forget, Anchor. Anchor.fm. Anchor app for all your podcasting needs. Fish on. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Angry Anglers. Stories from the Bass Holes. Skinner here, and uh, we're going to start this week's episode. Jim's here, and we have some special guests, finally. The Rona couldn't beat us, and... A Twinkie couldn't beat us, so uh, I don't like Twinkies anymore. I hurt my teeth. Um, so we're yeah we're here with the uh, the guys from Triple J Outdoors. Um, so say hello, gentlemen. Hello, pleasure to be here. Hello, it's Coach Jonathan. Jason's coach's name. I don't know why I'm talking on the thing. We have a new mic, so if this is all screwed up, it's Jim's fault. He bought it. Um, I did. You just don't know it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at the squeak. Squeak. All right. Um, yeah, so things are screwed up. It's my fault. But yeah, uh, we're going to talk about uh, what the guys do at Triple J Outdoors and and uh, their their YouTube channel, of course. And they're one of our they're our partner right now, our official partner. Still waiting on Donnie from Nitro Baits to just come over to the dark side or the green side, whatever you want to call it. He did. A good, I did get a message. We're closer to getting our demo baits. The, um, the new demo baits. I want to see these. I sent you pictures. I know, but I want to see them. Oh. And also, Jonathan brought us the new uh, big pack, the 130 millimeter uh, power bait gillies. I can't wait. Damn, I want to fish. But uh, yeah, so Jim. I'm going trout fishing this weekend. When? Probably Saturday. Okay, maybe I'll go with you. Barbersville stocked. Barbersville stocked. Yeah. Barbersville stocked. Cardell stocked. They stocked corn stock yesterday. Corn really? stock, uh, hurricane reservoir stock. I mean, yeah. it, so there's actually everybody getting so, yeah. yeah. Well, they could be biting real good with this storm coming in. My brother, yes, the storm. My brother caught a big uh, 5.88 brood today at Barbersville. Nice. Well, you seen the? I sent you the picture of the two yeah. boys that caught at Barbersville. Yeah. Uh, one caught a golden. It was five big, something. Big golden brood, and uh, and the rainbow was eight. Yeah, it was a oh, huge, was like huge. An eight-pound trout. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours? The one you got mounted? Six. Six. So. It's massive. But uh, of 
course I haven't fished because we had a big snowstorm and I guess we're getting more and you haven't fished because you suck but if we're playing well on... if I go fishing then you don't catch any fish because I've got them all <laughs> oh. penis but uh this is true y'all just haven't stepped up to our challenge yet wait till this spring Boy, we'll get there we'll get there i'm actually really anxious about that i like like happy anxious because i was like this is going to be so I, cool i come up with oh. a new one out in your driveway what uh -oh. with the barbie poles with oh, striper yes. fishing at the lock yeah just go throw them in can we tie each other off to something because oh, we're gonna have we're to, gonna have to. <laughs> we're gonna have to. all right here here's the challenge that, that jonathan brought up to us it's two versus two triple j versus angry anglers First is a bass, as a bass two v two. Then the next one is a bass one with kitty poles. Then they challenge us to a catfish one, which we're cool with that. They're going to kick our asses, and I know it. Um, <laughs> I did catch a thirty-seven pound blue cat this year. Uh, Reminded that freak accident. You know, blind squirrel finds another every all day. the time. <laughs> you know how many times she tells me that <laughs> um, all the time. But really, it, it, that that was straight up like, holy crap, what is this? Uh, then. They challenged us to a 2v2 catfish with kitty poles, which that's just going to be stupid. Picked out my kitty pole. Now, striper fishing at the locks with kitty poles. Uh, I'm going to request safety lines, health net, and EMS on standby. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm taking the catch a monster kitty pole. Oh, I could have had the purple one then. I've already picked mine out. I think I'm going to go toy story. I figured you'd go like like uh, Elsa and... and well, maybe. But, you know, <laughs> Shit. See, that's a team player. Hey, I'm going to already have a bargain for at the house. Well, you probably do. That's probably what you fish with, Mr. Ultralight. Everything's got to be, like, thinner than Jim's Peter. Hey, it's, it's all right. Still, I catches you. Oh! <laughs> at your pond. Don't yeah, say where. I know. Damn it. But, uh, so anyways, um, we really don't have any product review unless Jim wants to do the we, we picked up while he was in Cincinnati and the stinky stuff. But yes, so we're going to try to plan trout. Yes, trout fish as we can. Trout yes, trip yes, at least yes, a little yes, bit yes. sometime when. Um, Maybe but, even tomorrow after work. Got plans, can't do it. You go ahead. Have five. Have fun. High five. Pre-bait him for us so we can knock him out. The hell is that? You're <laughs> my guy, not theirs. Well, well, I guess, you know. Never mind. Remember, remember the hashtag earlier? Yeah. No making babies on my watch? Yeah. Yeah, you're going fishing tomorrow. Oh, I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> this will be there will be no more S on this anglers. It'll just be angry angler, and I'll be pissed because it never mind. Anyways, so Triple J guys, let's, let's let the listeners, um, uh, let, yeah, what y'all do? What are you doing? Well, we hunt, we fish, we trap. You bitch, you moan, you complain like women. Uh, not as much as uh, as Sean does. Oh yes, I know. <laughs> but, but right now, trapping season's in, and we try to get rid of the coyotes to help our deer herds, and try to help out the people that owns farms getting uh, beavers, muskrats, and everything else out. Because muskrats do, uh, muskrats and beaver do do a lot of damage around uh, ponds. They eat the trees. Uh, make bank dens, make holes in the banks, stuff like that, and it just, people can step in them, break an ankle, and uh, a bunch of stuff. It, it's just not just, just killing to be killing. We're doing it to uh, help these people out, the farmers and stuff like that, and protecting them what we got. 
Now, when it comes to, to this trapping stuff, I don't trap. Never done it. Don't have a clue. Um, different types I've seen. Yes, we got. There's a bunch of different types of traps. I've seen uh, the floating trap. Yes. That thing is weird. It, it's, it's a float, out. It is a floating rig for muskrats. <coughs> That's a weird one. Uh, <laughs> then I've seen the you know the paw traps and things like that. I've seen mm -hmm. those over Mark's place where you guys trapping over there. Um, but you keep we off that. Uh, yeah, that's where there's crapping over there. Uh, so, now, I mean, you guys do it because you enjoy it, obviously. That's why we all do what we do, being outside and whatnot. Um, but there's a small extra benefit for this. Uh, you guys actually do some really old school stuff and, and tan the furs and everything, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I make rugs uh, out of them, and I sell the rugs. And it's really cool, but you can really uh, make stuff out of them. Uh, right now, uh, you can get online, search up for comforters and everything made out of furs, and they're real high dollar, and pe people love it. People will pay once once it's tanned. It, 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 they're really neat. Well, we're starting to venture into, you know, hats, gloves, small stuff, but eventually we want to get up to enough quantity of fur-bearing animals to make comforter you know full-size comforter queen comforter whatever but that takes like a full-size that takes 21 to 25 coyotes that's just a massive amount of fur that you have to catch that's a lot of coyotes well, you have to you, you're only using their backs that's the only thing you're using so yeah. a back is only oh, okay. 12 inches wide i got you i've got you so yeah. you, do you do the, the like the uh the old school bear rug with its head still around I, I can, but I'm not in the, that form of taxidermy myself to put the form and everything inside it. He, he only pose, he only poses half nude on the bearskin rugs. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Hey, we, I'm half nude. I ain't fully nude. <laughs> twenty dollars is twenty dollars. You do it free. Hey, well, you would. <laughs> You're like, mmm, bare skin. Bare, bare skin. This is so soft. This is so soft. <laughs> the fur is so fluffy. Oh, shit. So, so when, it, when it comes to the muskrats and the beavers, you know, they, they can be just as destructive as, say, you know, a, a snapping turtle. A snapping turtle's, you know, invading your pond and, mm -hmm. and tearing up your, your dam walls and stuff. Yes, the, the, they will burrow in, inside the, the, the dams or the bank and go in there and hibernate during the winter and lay their eggs and everything. Well, your, your pond, for instance, yes. it's a prime example of what snapping turtles do. Yes. Uh, you and I have caught one and used the garden weasel to, to, to eradicate it. To um, dispose of it, yes. Yes, but that whole, that one end, that whole hillside, before we even started fishing, we met. I mean, you, you told us that one the turtles done this, yeah. you know, and, that, and that's what blew my mind. Yeah, they so, burrow from the creek all the way up to the pond. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got one pond that you and I fish that's ate up with muskrats. You know, uh, Washington Hill, the square pond. Oh, yeah. Middle of daylight square pond. Yeah. And there's good fish in this pond. It's got turtle problems and it's a massive muskrat problem. It, uh, the muskrats, it, like, like I said earlier, you can step in and break an ankle yeah. and everything like that, and it's t totally destructive because they're eating up underneath the, the bank walls and everything, and v eventually they 
the pond is going to fail because of them. Now, other other than the structural damage that these animals can do to a pond or, you know, I would say even a small lake, you mm -hmm. get enough of them. Um, what can they do, like, ecosystem-wise? Oh, ecosystem? Well, if you get enough of them, they can completely diminish. Say, you have a small farm pond. Yeah. You got a beaver that comes in. You got a feeder creek. They fell a couple trees. They dam everything up. They'll back it up. The pond will run dry. There goes all your fish. You know, and not always, but most of the time, on your bigger ponds, creeks like the one behind here, you have beaver. Ninety percent of the time, you have otter. Otter will eat all your fish. So it's just, it's just a big. Because otter, otter will eat, won't they eat like pretty much any? I mean, any fish. Yes. From crustaceans. Yes. yes to, to shellfish. I mean, to every, the whole spectrum. Everything. Yes. I mean, they're. <clears throat> I like them. They're cute little fuzzy bastards, but I can see the harm in them. Oh, you know absolutely. I'm saying, especially if you're trying to, to manage a body of water. Yes. Or land, you know, whatever, either either or. So how do you want to do that? I didn't cut you off, guys. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're, you're fine. You're fine. Hop um, in anytime. So we fished over here. This gentleman's pond way back in the back. That one. Oh, holler. Yeah. Yeah. We get out there and you know this is the story of Sean. Do you, do you have a gun with you? Uh, no, do you? Uh, no, no, I don't. We should probably leave. You know, we're we're surrounded by coyotes. They're all over the hills. Mm -hmm. I and mean, you're you're relatively safe, I guess you would say. Uh, dude, safe or not, it's, it's still really creepy. We were far enough away in that holler, and there was two big whatever they were coming to that corner, and they were louder and more aggressive sounding and louder and broader. And when you shined your headlights and it was like sprinkling the stars, I was like, good thing we got the hell out of there. Yeah. I'm not saying they would have, but once again, I had no protection. Fishing pole, back, <laughs> back. Yeah, I hit you with a plopper. Yeah, hey, your, your wife knows what that feels like once again. She does. This is true. Accident. An actual plopper. Wait a minute, an actual plopper. <laughs> River to see water plopper right there. Nice. That's not his yeah. nickname for her. <laughs> but... But more or less what they were doing is probably coming investigating you. But they were the, with the whole pack and everything being there, being coyotes. Uh, they Yeah, they may have got a, a pretty good aggressive. I mean, there, and there was two groups because it was like that one was coming from, and I, you know, I thought at first, first we thought it was a siren. Us being firefighters, we were like, hey, what did we miss? But then it got one got louder and this mm -hmm. one got louder and they were like coming in together. And I don't know if they were just coming in to drink, if we were part of their path. But it was it was one of our stories from the bass holes to where it, I it was, was a little creepy. nervous it was because it got dark on us real quick, and like I said, I'm not saying you know they may have got a little pissy and, and surrounded us and ran off or whatever they do, but that was around the time that I had the bunch in my yard mm -hmm. that I got a hold of you about. I'm like, man, when there when there's nine in my front yard, yeah, right off the main road, I got to do something. My yeah. dogs, my cats, daughter, trash, whatever, you know. Yeah, and I've taken care of a couple of them, and yeah. I've got sets out now, but they've been, uh, if a coyote's going to come in here through here right now, they're going to have to have scuba gear. Is it, is it under now? <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's down, but I have to reset them yeah, because okay. where everything's it's, been drowned out. Gotcha. Um, so, wait, you go ahead, man. Back, you know, we fish over here, that's that's a cattle farm. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, used to be Longhorn. Well, what what would two large groups of coyotes like that do to a cattle farm? I mean, <laughs> wipe them cow, out. Cows are big. Coyotes, you know, a little bit bigger than a dog. Well, it would absolutely decimate them because a lot of people don't know that a coyote has such a high metabolism. They're always on the move. Say you got a 25 pound coyote, it has to eat 25 pounds of food a week to maintain its body weight. So if you get two large packs and the average, say you got 20 coyotes and the average is 25 pounds or 20 pounds, you can do the math on that, how much they got to yeah. eat. I mean, that's, and if, that's a lot. That's if, a side of eight a week. If the, cattle I mean, really. are, if the cattle are calving at that time, you know, I, I knew the farmer the, really doesn't have a chance to keep it. I knew the fact when they were calving, that when they were calfing, that was the a big issue. Oh, yes. Yeah. Then I know that there's you know being previous animal control. I know that there's issues when you have elderly livestock. Yes. Because nature, mother nature, as everybody knows, you know the weakest go first. Right. Yes. You know, and that's young or old. So. It, it's, will they eat their own? Yes, they will. I don't think from, it, from a different pack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, they also the mothers, and I, and I know this in, in dogs. Is it true with canines that mothers will will eat? Their pups if they're ill. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's, I think it's a, I think it's a nature thing, and pretty much a lot of cats do it. Like yes. household cats will do it if they have a litter of kittens and they're sick. You may wake up and Charlotte and I've experienced this with just nothing but a kitten paw in in the bed. Yeah, um, that'll freak some people out when you go to their house to take their cats and their kittens are gone because Mama ate them all. Um, but it's like uh, this past week I caught a thirty six pound coyote. That's a huge dog. That dog was, that's, that's, I'm going to say that's, that's a that, dog. That dog is almost as long as I am tall, and I'm 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> is that the pictures I've done? Yeah. That's a big, yeah. That's a big yodi. And, guys, what we'll do is uh, Jason actually sent me pictures and, and stuff. Uh, if you guys want to, post some pictures of what, like, new you know, links. Right. Uh, yeah, feel free to, to, to let's let's whore ourselves out together. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's absolutely a big dog. Yeah, we'll post yeah, some links. Yeah, they get bigger. Yeah. What was the... But... You know, I'll, I'll post the pictures up on the on the Anger Anguish page. To let you guys see what they, you know, and a link to their YouTube and their page and stuff. Um, what was the big the the? What do you think, old three toe or old missing toe is? You said last year you thought he was pretty big. It, it it's a uh, big coyote. I say it may be the alpha, uh, but I haven't seen any tracks from him yet. <laughs> tell tell the story of that. <laughs> but, uh, I made a walkthrough set with two cinder blocks and my trap dead in the middle and I've used different scents at the base of the cinder blocks on each side to get the, the coyote to stop. And then I went went down there to check the trap and the only thing I, it had it all mangled up, twisted up and everything like this where the coyote can get force. An adult coyote, believe it or not, can pull a bunch of poundage. It's the poundage is way up there. It's unreal. It's stronger than any any, any household dog, mm. and because uh, they're nothing but muscle. And uh, when my traps bounded up down there, then I get down there. The only thing I had was a toe with the ligament about six inches long. That's all I had in in, in that trap. So, so he got, it, it fought that trap hard enough to pull itself out. To pull its toe off. He he calls me and goes, We got one. So what do you got? A toe. Yeah. And literally that's all he hey brought it up here and it was just the toe and the ligament. That is that's I mean, 
if you think about it, that coyote ripped its own toe off to get out of it. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's what, you know, Jason, you and I have talked is, is previous, like I said, animal control is, you know, household dogs, getting them in, in these traps, unless somebody's using crap traps, yes. old crap that shouldn't be, you know, I don't know if they're outlawed or what, but stuff they shouldn't be using. I've known, I've known that house dogs won't do that. House dogs may start gnawing. That's because they're nervous, what my experience. The reason why they're gnawing is because it it doesn't hurt them for one. Yeah. I will stick my hand in, in one and of I'm my coyote traps. My wife, <clears throat> and if anybody knows that, my wife, she's an animal lover. And, uh, uh, yeah, we make noise and it's okay. Um, but, you know, you sit out here one day and explain to her so she would it would ease her mind. Yeah. You know of how what you do what you guys do here on, on my property and uh, blew me away you know i think you actually did it in the way of teaching not in the way of of the look what i can do yeah you know. i teach a lot a lot of teenagers in uh in a lot of of uh, grade schoolers 4-h and everything like this and uh one of my things is i set one of my coyote traps which is duke number two douglas Look at that. Name drop. And I, I will put my Thanks, hand in it. Put my hand in it. Well, so you did it out here. Yeah. And I, honestly, I could. And, and I think when we started this, I even told you I was used to the old school quote yes. unquote bear trap. Yes. You know, you see cartoons, <laughs> teeth, you're screwed. You yeah, know, those are outlawed. And that's what I. You, I didn't know that until you told yeah. me. And then you put your hand in that trap, and I about pooped. I was like, "What in the world is he doing?" Hey. And if anybody has any doubts on that we will do it or that they will hurt you, go to our YouTube. One of the first videos I take my hand before we got with Duke, we had Bridger number two. I stick my hand in it. Absolutely nothing happens. Not even a scratch. Not even a mark. It's just, it's a handgun. You were talking about teaching people. I'm yes. going to kind of be a smart aleck too. Recently, I, I would say probably that children are easier to teach than what some teenagers are young gentlemen are yes absolutely um <laughs> i'm such young young teenagers <laughs> teenagers in general well, and young adults well, are all gonna be stubborn i know i know i know i, I get it listen to you one time you're the voice of reasoning that's how you know we're all screwed oh that's that's <laughs> what it is because <laughs> really guys i mean i'm the normal one going jim are you sure about this yeah. hey but if, let's hit that water hole if somebody wants to really learn you can see potential, yeah. and instead, as far as I'm going to go with that. Oh, no. No, no, no. I know. It's, I know. As far as um, go. Well, I'll say, you can see potential, and it's even in getting into <laughs> podcasting, to fishing, besides just bobber fishing or bottom fishing. If you're not willing to learn and take advice from other people, then honestly, what the hell are you doing? Because I don't take, you know, I've been to your pond, we've been to your pond a bunch of times. <laughs> And, you know, you're like, hey, man, listen, try this, try this. And I've tried stuff. You've tried stuff that I've thrown, you know, vice versa. If we're not going to listen to this, no matter what age, if you're not going to grow, get out of it. Yep. If you're not exactly. going to listen to the ones that are trying to help you fishing, trapping, hunting, or scoring booty, get out of it, okay? Because all you're going to do is hurt somebody. Yeah. And, and you're going to hurt, number one, you're going to hurt your sport. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's giving us a bad name. It's giving you guys a bad name that's already out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I hate going, Jim and I both hate going to places and watching people just trash ponds or trash bodies of water. You know, I, if I leave a cigarette butt, I freak out. If we go back there and I know it's one of mine, I'm picking it up. But 
it's, it's that whole you've got to have responsibility and respect. And I think yes. that's that's a line that people don't understand. So it's like a recent group text we were in. I'm not going to get into it, but the, the basis of it is if you don't respect the animal you are targeting, fishing for, hunting, whatever, do not do it. Don't waste your time. And, and you're right. it's, it's just non-ethical. It's it's a whole, well, it's a whole it's, deal. You know, Jim and I ran into it with, with trying to catch certain fish, either bait fish or, you know, bass fishing or whatever, and instead of just cutting a line or leaving a hook in his mouth, you know, we're actually sitting there trying to save it. If we can't save a fish, per se, in the water, we're going to take it and put it somewhere to where a critter can get it, yeah. to where a bird can swoop down and get it, a, a fox, a yodi, whatever, something can eat it. That way you're really not hurting, you're not putting a dead something back into the water. Yeah. Right? More likely something there will eat it too, but your chances are, you know, I guess are 50-50. And why are you giving me the mean look? I'm just, I, you had that scoring booty and then hurting your sport. I was just kind of curious there. Um, off air. <laughs> We're not scoring booty on air, okay? So, but Howard Stern can do it. I don't know why we can't. I know, right? That's crazy. And get back to uh, another reason why tra trapping, a lot of people like to turkey hunt. We love to turkey hunt. My brother, uh, yeah, I got two of my brothers, yeah. I mean, okay. they're. All right. You have raccoons or trash pandas, trash panda. possums, and skunks. They are nest raiders. Yep. They will eat the eggs of the turkey. So if you want a bigger turkey population and more healthier turkey population, you got to get rid of some of these critters. you got to manage them too also. And that's basically what we're doing. We're just managing the, the land that we're doing for the future like if we don't manage the coyotes you're not gonna have deer uh and stuff like this then well then you're gonna turn around you're, you're gonna you're gonna screw up the food chain naturally i mean un unnaturally yeah because you know our lovely state and probably other states too have introduced things that oh we're gonna introduce this and next thing you know we're we're, we're overran by this mm -hmm. and doing it the way you guys are doing it and you know to me i'm not a hunter by no means I respect it, and I've said it a thousand times, but like to me, what you guys are doing is a whole different level. Of, like it's not hunting; it's a true management. Yeah, you guys are getting the hunt feel out of it because you don't know what you're going to get and all this, but you're not actually. You're using stuff that's been around for centuries. Yes. Modernized, safer for the animal and humans, but you're also doing it to you know like my property. I wanted any kind of critter off here. Number one, I have animals. Last year, I had a baby possum almost fried my, burnt my house down because he uh, got up on my heating coil in my furnace. Did I not send you guys that picture? Uh -huh. Oh, I will send it to his greatest thing ever. And I'll post it on, 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 on the page. But, yes, but, John uh, Barbecue Possum. Yeah, it was straight up like, I think it was stuck like a G.I. Joe action figure to the coils. <laughs> uh, I actually paid a guy to come down and service my unit. <laughs> and <laughs> shut up, Jim. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Damn it. But service my heating unit. And uh, we found that that the problem was that I had a, a very young possum stuck to my heating coils. But, you know, I, want, I told you, I want critters out of here. If it's domestic critters, cats, dogs, I can deal with them. Anything else, I want them gone. It, the sad thing is, with a lot of people think that uh, these traps break feet. Yep. They do not break feet. 
but it's it's a restraint, like, right? I mean, yeah, it's a handcuff. It's, it's a hand, only, it, it's only thing. I, mean, it I think that's what you told me one day. You said one day, yep. Jonathan, it was it's a restraint more than it that's is. That's all it is. A trap. Yeah. I mean, uh, but we can release the animals. We have released the animals and let them go. I have caught Jonathan's dog twice in the same trap. Yeah. And, how, how, and, much of, how much of a time period? Like two weeks. He's not real bright. <laughs> I was gonna say it, he's like some people that we know. Oh, no. listen. Oh. oh, I don't like you. Grab that. Um. And thing about it is, I get him back to the house. I rub his foot. Got it. Because the only thing they're doing when they're nibbling at it is it's numb. Yeah, it's, it's, that's an, itch, it's, it's an itch basically. Yeah. you know, everyone knows how their arm goes to sleep or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Scrape. You know, you're trying to shake it off, yeah. or scratch it, or whatever. That's it. And gotcha. I've rubbed it for about ten minutes. The dog was running around when he got home. Was handing the the different paw that the wrong had, paw the wrong paw that he got trapped in. No kidding. he got his right paw trapped to hand me his left, trying to show me that he was that, hurt. That dog's not dumb. Maybe that dog's a super genius and gets what he wants. Well, but he did. Yeah. He got it. It's his dad's dog now. Yeah, dad took over. Gotcha. <laughs> guys, uh, what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a break here at, at, at about thirty minutes. Uh, if you guys want to, don't mean to cut you off, and we can talk when you know, uh, with the rest of it. But uh, drop some of your some of your trap stuff and what do you use and what you guys your products that you guys use and recommend. So, uh, but, uh, first of all, it's it is a challenge trapping anyway to make a, a wild animal that's got king senses and everything with their uh, sense of smell. A coyote is uh, like five five thousand times more than what a deer is. Good lord! And yeah, oh yeah. to make them step into a two inch circle. Yeah. That is a challenge, and I love a challenge. Oh yeah, and it when you when you got traps set out and you go check them every day, it's Christmas morning every oh, dude, time. Like, how many times you said, "Hey, you know, you told me to check my trap, whatever." Yeah. And I get up, put my dogs out, take a morning cigarette, walk over the hill. I'm like, "Oh," because I have yet to see one. <laughs> and the one's been caught on my property. He's like Facebook called me or whatever. So I'm waiting, like, oh, that morning. Everybody in the world's going nuts. Remember the day I broke my PV on that bass and I was screaming like a madman? That's probably what's going to happen here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still didn't beat yours. Blah, blah, blah. I know. you got a bigger fish than mine. But, yeah, that's right. The farmer, I'm, <laughs> the, the farmer I'm trapping on now, every once in a while, as long as we give y'all permission to check our traps, it's more, it, it's more than legal to do that. Yeah. Even though that we're on uh, your property, by law, you still can't touch our traps. Yeah, because yeah. that's how it works. It, it's, it's but now, funny. like, but you, isn't it true that you guys have to check them twenty four hours? Yes, every twenty four hours. I, I, I did know that because so once again in my previous career, stuff that we had to monitor, we had no say over wildlife, all that stuff. But we had to, you know, somebody was getting somebody's dog caught in a trap. Mm -hmm. We had to go make sure with that person. Hey guys, you know, yes. go check your trap. You're getting your neighbor's dog stuck in it. He's not hurt, blah, 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 blah. Then you get to some a-holes that have the outlawed traps. Yes. I'm going out and picking a carcass up and writing somebody a ticket with the guys in the big brown uniforms behind me. Right. Yes. You know. Not only that, the, the main thing that we have to get is written permission. Yeah. You have written permission. There's more laws to stand behind you. You know what it is. The, yes. Cool deal. Well, we're going to take a break. Um, we'll be back with the guys from Triple J Outdoors and, uh, and Jim. You know, and, and us from Angry Anglers. So uh, we'll be back. 
be up just oh no it didn't okay cool we're back and i hit the wrong button so they're making fun of me so uh we're still here with the uh, triple j outdoor guys and my partner in crime and fishing buddy and a man that i really hate jim so uh you got a catfish story to tell us yeah absolutely see this coincides with, with triple j and us so let's hear it well, we was down to boat dock right down the road here y'all know where it's at me and jason and my dad were catfishing and you know jason picks out a spot and you know our we use 12 foot surf rods so we are out in the water it's not them and their big rods <laughs> But uh, you're just jealous because you want your rod. That's right. Jason throws it out there and we're sitting there. A half hour goes by. I catch a saw guy and in the meantime, it was a pretty cool little deal. First one I ever caught, first one I ever seen. Honoring a little bit Oh yeah, absolutely. But anyway, this bait clicker starts taking off. He sits the hook, almost pulls him in the river. Woo! We're like, yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, it wasn't as big as we thought, but whenever it took off, it was it was massive. It was like thirty four pounds. But he had some gas in the tank. He was oh, like, oh, he no, was no, wide no, open. Oh, yes. yeah, he had gas in the tank. He was wide open. Ooh, nice. But anyway, <laughs> he's got that pole bent on oh, the yeah, double. You, yeah, you sent me that many times going. And it big, big smile. He's sitting there reeling it in, and we work our way along the bank. The one that's all grown up to the left now. Mm-hmm. We work our way back to the docks, so I can get out there and net it. It comes in. It comes. It surfaces the first time. We we just look at each other. We're like, okay, no big deal. I get the net ready. Surfaces again. About that time, it went straight down as I was bringing the net up. Doubled my net over. What? Doubled it. Broke it right in half. So he was full of rambunction. Yes. Yeah. Spice and vinegar and whatever else you say in that. And some heroin probably or crack or meth. Leon. We. <laughs> I get the net through out Brownsville. of the way. Brownsville fish is what it is. We look at each other. We don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. He's sitting there. I can't let the pole down. I'm like, I know. We have no other net, so I just take off. All this, just diving right off the end of the dock. And luckily, everything lined up perfect. It surfaced, opened its mouth, and my hand went right in its mouth at the exact same time. And that's how we got it out. Yeah, we need to fish with these two. Somebody's gonna get messed up, or something fun's gonna happen. It was oh, yeah. it was a blast. Hey, hey, I give I give Jim credit for my for my my blue cat because you know besides getting all the crap out of our way, get all this crap. <laughs> Move it. Already did once. Move it. Uh, yeah, because it was just like this. Then you know it gets right to the bank, and Jim steps down to get it, and it snaps the line, and he just come here, come here, and. Stick his hand in his mouth and, and brings my fish up out of the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate catfish. If you guys don't know this, I despise catfish. I like catching them, and you can call me a wuss or whatever, but I will use my little grabbers. I just don't like them. I don't like touching them. They just, no. I mean, I'm cool with it. I'll fish for it. But, well, I used to wear gloves and use the grippers and everything. And I, just, I just got used to just grabbing them and going. I'm sorry for you when we do this tournament and everything. We got a pansy in the bunch. Well, oh, duh. Yeah. Y'all have known me long enough to know that. I mean, shoot fast and save your mouth. Don't worry, it'll be on video. The angry anglers catch a big old catfish, but Triple J has to land it. Oh, oh hell no. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I can swim. Jim can swim. We'll get our own fish. The thing about his fish is I'm standing in about, I don't know, about 10 inches of water. It's, what was it, November? Mm-hmm. 
and Sam Sub Dog talks about like first of November ish. I've got my hand in its mouth like this, and it's just gnawing on me to beat 90. I have bruises on this thumb and palm right here for like three weeks. Oh, yeah. And you know what Sean's worried about? Where's my scales? I'm like, who gives a shit about the scales? Take the fish right out of the water. Uh, what, what you're doing with your thumbs, take your, your hand, grab it with your hand. When you grab it with your hand, you can pull down on it, and it'll grip one time. That's it. Ah, but and it won't grip hard. But with your thumb, he can grip, and he does a death roll like an alligator. Oh, yeah. he, and that's, that's, how he like that's how he broke off. That's how he broke off. He death rolled about about 10 inches of water. Yeah, and, and your your <coughs> thumb's going to look like it went through a cheese grater. It's going to look bad. like our buddy Ron Miller's after a coyote got all over. Yeah. Or look like the one in Bones. Finger after he hits it with a, you know. I felt I didn't see that picture, and I, I may have made a smile or comment before I seen it, and then I seen the picture and was like, "Ooh, well, don't, yeah, worry yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about just bones. <laughs> there it is. That's a new channel. Don't worry about it, just bones. <laughs> just yep. bones and a sidekick. <laughs> One bones and a sidekick. <laughs> don't tell everyone. Uh, I can so run with that, but I won't even go there. Um, so yeah, so yeah, catfish use use your hand. The whole hand. Uh, use your fist. <laughs> fist the catfish. Speaking of fish, speaking noodling. Have you guys ever noodled? No, never have. My grandfather do, did it. Do do you have any inclination to noodle? No. Sound like right. this guy. I, I, I my thing is no because my luck. I get in a hole. I know there's a blue cat in there and he weighs forty pounds. All right. I'm looking at it, and my luck, by the time I stick my hand in there, it's already turned into a 20-pound snapping turtle. Yep. That's I'm not even going to mess with see, that. See, it's my grandpa, I, and I, I I was real little when he passed, or younger when he passed, but I remember him telling the stories that they would use sticks on some of the noodling holes, because if a stick got broke, you didn't noodle it, because you knew that was a snapper. But they would also fish, they would, they would noodle four turtles. He loved turtles. Usually turtles will uh, go in there Face first. Yeah, like your head first, you can grab about tail. Yeah. But when they're be when they're hunting, they go in ass first, so they can get what comes by, and that's what you know. Him telling stories about noodling, man, I have no desire to, to answer your question. No, I mean my thing is, is, I got enough money to tackle. If I don't, somebody else probably does. I'm gonna fish, or I'm gonna go to Captain D's and buy my catfish to eat. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, it was just one of those. You wish know, catfish one. I I I don't have an urge to. I mean, I've seen like YouTube videos of these like 90 pound chicks soaking wet and noodling 60 pound cats. And I'm like, well, Tiffany, you're crazy for one. We know this. And y'all, you know, y'all just, y'all in a whole nother level of ha uh -uh. So are, are you saying that she was probably a stripper with the name Tiffany? I, probably. Is she crazy? She crazy, so she on that. She on that on that level of crazy. Yeah, but you ha you have to have something. Yeah, it's called mental deficiency. Well, they make good drugs for that. But I mean, seriously, I'm not. No, and, and props to the people who do it. It's got to be a hell of a drone rush. Oh, it's got to be fun. You know, I know there's there's been people that die because they've been stuck in holes, stuck in roots. Right. Get a hold of get a hold of a you know a ninety pound girl. Get a hold of a sixty pound cat, and if it grabs a hold, she better hope she can get out because if not, they're going you know. The ones that go underwater to noodle are the ones that are insane. Yeah. You know, the ones to where doing. your chest level to where you have a little momentum, a little advantage, 
But when you're underwater holding your breath, no. I mean, you want to do that, there's... Never mind. Um, I mean, I'm a diver. I'm a certified diver. Yeah, I wear We never lose it. We always have a certification. See, I'm a certified dog cop. I'm nationally certified, same as your divership. I'm just not currently but working. Shut up. Mike, my, my question is about your dog copiness. What are you arresting dogs for? Oh. What are they doing? Yeah, they're hey, remember what like a number our, our number two episode was called Don't Be That Guy? <laughs> you were just that guy. Yeah, what you needed. <laughs> I did. Okay. Um, of course we also know a guy that takes Don't Be That Guy to a whole new level, but that's a whole other that's a whole other deal. Yeah. That's another story. Yeah, yeah, it's another story. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about the teaching the ages and stuff. And I feel sorry for some of this generation. This younger yeah. generation. And my son's in that generation. Um, actually, he's a little older, so I hope he's got some sense about him, what he hasn't burned up. But it's, you know, it, it just bothers me because there's ones out there that want to learn and want to do right, but then there's other ones that just want to be famous. Mm-hmm. And they want to see what they see everywhere else but not put the work into it. Right. I and mean, I... That's I, not just and it's not just trapping, trapping or fishing. No, it's, it's, it's in general, and that's what I'm saying. It's in general, and that bothers me is when you have ones that don't want to put the work and learn that make it harder for the young ones that are busting their ass, or even the middle aged the old guys like us. And you know, it, it works both ways. We talked about too with busy minute. That's all I'm saying. Right, but you know, it goes back to us talking too about you know, being respectful of landowners and things like that, you get some young, young prick, prick going there and those are the ones that run it. And now the guys that are taking care of the place don't get to well, know it no more. Our, our, our dream body of waterless locally was blocked off because the young generation and, and not even the young, just people didn't care or have respect, trashed it. So now we can't fish the Forbidden Reservoir. I know. Legally. That makes me sad. I will not fish it illegally because I'm a law-abiding citizen. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but but back to this, back to trapping and everything. Well, we just want to break. Coyotes. Mm-hmm. I've always heard coyotes will kill just to kill. Yes, because they want to be the dominant prey. Really? So it does, Your house can not. Now, they'll, they'll just kill it. Yeah. Now does that does that vary? That's a good question, Jim. Thank you. Uh, is that is that very where like regional? We don't have wolves. Who's I know. Now does that? I won't. That's a different topic. Okay, okay I'm but, just kind of curious about it. But I'll go ahead. Yeah. For we don't uh, have any. Yeah. For uh, coyote, it wants to show dominance over everything. Your house dogs, your uh, cats, red foxes, gray foxes. That's the reason why you don't see very many of them anymore, because the coyotes are eliminating them because they are being the more uh, dominant predator. Now, if I put a set out, I put a red fox on it, nothing likes a red fox. Nothing. The coyotes will come and investigate. They, the, yesterday, I, I caught a hunting dog, small small hunting dog. I didn't reset that trap because it was dark and everything like that. I had it. Of course, I had a coyote in another set. 
I didn't reset that set. I wish I did reset that set now after I went back here and investigated. After we done let that dog out, Coyotes investigated that last night. Mm. So you could potentially have another one. Yep. Because just that dog sent me in there. Mm. Now, on your coyotes and your muskrats and your beavers and all that, mm -hmm. I know we were talking earlier about making things out of them. Yes. You know, we could tan them. When I, but it, do you... I know I, a friend of mine up north, West Virginia, he does occasionally, but he'll sell his pelts. Yes. I'm assuming it's not exactly lucrative, but it, it helps maintain the sport. Well, what's happened to, to, to the sport is here in, in the eastern part of the United States, our fur is nowhere near like the western part. Western parts got better fur quality. They're thicker and stuff like that for their belly fur, what they make the coats and stuff and everything out of. Yeah. And out there in the West, where we our Eastern coyotes have so many color variations, it's hard to make a consistent line of coats, whatever, Songs. and maintain the same color. And out West, Jim was a they. they mainly keep the same color variations so that's why they're working with now does that also talk about the thicker coats and better coats and all that is that an environmental thing because as this year already we've had one decent snow here in west virginia they're calling for another decent snow would that be something that would affect the quote the coat quality is we're have we've had abnormal winters you know here in in, in the east we've had Ones that we were fishing at sixty degrees. I mean, hell, I was January, fishing. January, February. I was yeah. yeah, January, February. I was fishing Christmas Eve and catching three pound bass. Mm -hmm. And I still. I mean, is that? I know that fishing's messed up because of it. Does it work that way with like the coats and the quality of the animals? Really, no, because uh, out west the coyotes are smaller, mm. and our coyotes are bigger. Okay, so that's where that other part of the conversation comes about that yeah. we'll talk about maybe later we'll get you guys back on that yeah, i remember that's, that one that's fine. Um, and uh, yeah it's just everything out there is just so, so it's not directly we'll say science environmental like i'm not saying the ozone that kind of no 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 it's right. literally i'm saying it's out there they've got other predators to worry about bigger faster yes more aggressive so they, they're smaller they're more, a little more agile but they have the coast to survive where here they are, like you said earlier, the main quote unquote predator. Yeah, they don't have the wolves and the mountain lions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's why, you know, if, I know you guys can't see our air quotes, but we're throwing air quotes, people. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of mountain lions, that's Jim. Ever <laughs> accidentally caught one of those? No, not accidentally caught one because supposedly they're not in the state. I will go this far. I'll go this far. We've never accidentally caught one, but we have seen people say we have bobcat tracks on our porch that are four inches you, in diameter, and there's where not we, a bobcat there. You and I was right there. You, yeah, you like I, I said, you up there. Yeah, I tagged him, and I was like, hey, dude, I, this is a person I know. It's a good friend of mine up there, and I was. They were like, oh, it's a bobcat. It's a house cat, and I'm like, I'm a jackass. That's no house cat. If it is, that's no house cat. No. Okay. If cat. it is, I would not want to go have to catch that house cat. No. And I've got a picture of one in Wayne on, the, on a farm I used to to lease. 
uh, trail cam for deer. I'm looking at these deer. Like, hey, it's cool. And I'm like, what the hell is that? It was solid black. Smith DNR. And they're like, oh, you can get, that's not in our area. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, my, really, it's not? <laughs> my grandmother swore for years that there was one locally. And then we ended up finding out that there was two. One where she lived and one two ridges over. And that was the pair. And they were just back and forth. And their mm -hmm. den was in the middle. Eventually, they didn't find them, but they found their den because they were moving or somebody took them out. Uh, More than likely, somebody took them out. I'm going to say it, so, too. It, if you if you do catch one, mm -hmm. is there a special rule? They are protected. You they, have, they have, you have to let them go. Even though, even though they're such a predator? Yes. Well, the only I, way... Now, is that it, there's a very fine line there, but the only way you can harvest that animal is if it attacks you. So it's protected, but it's protected like that out of a trap without attacking you. People do it. People, How? Dude, dude, there's people that, that are catching black bears in our traps. There's people. They are releasing them. There's a very good friend of ours down in down in the coal field area, Nick Biggs. Last year he caught a uh, black bear. Let it go. And in, in a foothold trap, what will, will we run? How, how do you distract him? I think that's what Jim's asking. Catch pole. If you take catch pole and just got it down, release it, and go. Okay. It's more concerned about getting that wire from yeah. around it and than it air. is what you're doing. Yeah, and I can trust me. <laughs> All fair stories about those. Well, yeah, um, absolutely. That just that boggles my mind. You're talking about big apex predators that are, you know, a half second from jacking you up. That are caught in 40 pound, we'll say 40 pound traps. And it's I don't like, know what you're ready for. I'll just throw the number out like, there. They, they, can, they can hold a tank. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, you're, you're, you're okay, I should say, you got an apex predator, black bear, panther, mountain lion, whatever the hell you want to call it, getting caught in a kitty cat trap. You get my point, what I'm trying to get. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we've got like two minutes left. Um, Jonathan, drop out some of your all's uh, sponsors. Well, we want to thank, obviously, Duke Traps. That's our main sponsor of our YouTube channel. Got a bunch of affiliates. Obviously, this great podcast. Got great podcast. Where the hell are you at? Hey, I tell you what, it's actually a great podcast for no longer than y'all been doing. It. I'm, I'm, now that we've got the setup and stuff and getting our flow to it, I'm really happy with it so far. I hate Jim, but I like this podcast. Go ahead. We've got big time trapping down in Boone County, Logan County, Wyoming County area, down in that area. They're affiliate ours. And then on our hunting side, we're field staff with Pure White Tail, Element Archery, and Flying Arrow Archery. Ambassadors, ambassadors for uh, Blocker Outdoors. Cool, cool dude. Yeah, yeah really thank them. Um, yeah, I, I'm anxious for this for the spring. See what we can do together. Um, yeah, as far as our, some of our two v two stuff and get it out there and and, and more podcast and, and if we do the two v two, I can't do it as fancy as this, but I can go live and we can do a live podcast then. Guys, thank you so much, Jimmy. Everything else? Um, Forty seconds. It's definitely a Two loaf of bread and gallon of milk weekend. Absolutely. Beer and wine. Breeze. Beer and wine. Cross lanes. My wife is a third owner. Go buy beer and wine and cereal. If anybody listens to this podcast and know what I mean by cereal. Um, yeah. Bread and milk. Because everybody likes bread sandwiches. Um, milk sandwiches. Bread sandwiches. What the hell? And, and there's no baby making on my watch. Yes, there is. Anyways, guys. Thanks for our sponsors. Uh, Mountain Artist Democracy. Our partner, Triple J Outdoors. Our not-so-official partners, Nitro Bates. Uh, yeah, so everybody have a good weekend. Stay warm and fish on!